your your coming here is not in vain because you have come to meet with the Lord. And because you have come to meet you have come to meet the Lord, the Lord Himself is also going to um, meet up with you. Yes. He said that we should draw near to God and He will draw near to us. So as you've come to meet Him, He will also attend to your needs and um, you will also have uh, the message that you need to hear for your life. Let's just do a little bit of recap. I recall that on a Monday, I taught on a very important message that I titled about giving. Please, I hope everyone can hear me. Please, if you can hear me, just um, give me a wave or respond to me by letting me know that you can hear me and that the service is not bad. Can everyone hear me? Can everyone hear me? Okay, so the service is clear and everything is good. The atmosphere is open for us to hear the word of the Lord, right? Okay, so about giving, I shared the first time we met and um, um, that was, no, sorry, that was on Monday within the week. And then um, I talked about um, a, um, a little bit about giving. We read from John 3.16 where the Bible taught us about how God gave his one and only son to explain to you um, what love really entails. And I was sharing with you that love entails giving. And that um, if you claim you love someone and you cannot give, then that is really not love because love gives. I was able to explain to you the um, topic on um, giving. Okay. And then I explained to you that when it talks about giving, we are talking about offering support to someone out of love, generously share your possession with someone, or it's a grant. You are offering someone something. You are handing over for a contribution that you are making. And then um, I continued by sharing on the element of giving. And um, I explained to you that the elements happen to be the parts or the, one, um, the things that constitute or comprises of giving. I talked about love. We saw that love is actually an intense feeling of deep affection. And um, we saw from the scripture how God loved the world by giving. So love gives. So God was able to demonstrate um, his love. I think the NLT version would say that God demonstrated. Yes, I think this is the NLT version. So he demonstrated his love by giving his one and only son. And then we talked about sacrifice where sacrifice is to give up for the sake of other consideration, which also comprises um, giving. Um, and we can see that even from John 3.16, it was of a sacrifice. It was of a sacrifice, right? And then we talked about generosity, that when it comes to giving, you must understand that there is a need for generosity. Anyone that is not generous um, in his or her ways is not a giver. That is why when you read the Bible, the Bible even tells us that God loves a generous giver or even a cheerful giver. Why? Because God himself is a generous God. Am I communicating to you? All right. And so we also continued um, 
with James 1 verse 5 where the Bible said that God gives wisdom generously when we ask him. And so as a believer, you need to understand that um, giving requires generosity. If you are not generous in your giving abilities, then you are not a giver. Okay. You are just um, maybe probably trying to uh, show off or like I'm doing it just to get something in return. Another one that we got to learn how to do with compassion, where when it comes to giving, you must have that kind of compassion within you, that kind of sympathy or pity, you know, in you and concern for the sufferings or misfortunes of others because others do go through a lot. And for that reason, you must see to them and then be compassionate on them and I pray that may the Lord give you a compassionate heart and then the final I think has to do with care that um, when it comes to giving someone must show care that is the provision of what is necessary for the health the welfare maintenance and protection of someone or something okay so when it comes to giving that element of showing care actually proves that one is really a giver and I believe that we really need to become um, givers in our generation and see to the elements so that we don't miss any aspect of our given um, abilities because the Bible speaks a lot about giving and that uh, I, I definitely know that if we really want to see the hand of God or God's involvement in our lives, then giving must not be missing. I hope I'm communicating. And then I came back to share with you on the types of giving. I talked to you about Thanksgiving, where we realized in the Bible that Bible said that um, Psalm 69 verse 30, that I will praise God's name with singing and I will honor him with Thanksgiving. He said, in, um, he said, for this will please the Lord more than the sacrificing cattle, more than presenting a bull with its horns and hoofs. And I remember sharing with you that Thanksgiving happens to be the highest form of giving so it's a good thing for you to give thanks and be grateful because grateful people are thankful people are people who are grateful okay and um, it happens to be the highest god even takes delight in our thanksgiving more than um the things that with the materialistic things that we think we can uh, give to god you know and sometimes people think that the things that they are given are the things that God will be pleased with. But you see, God is not really interested in the money that you are given. That thing, money you are given is just um, for your own benefit because Bible talks that when you give, it will be given back to you. But you see, there is one particular thing that God takes interest in, and that is your thanksgiving. I'm not saying God does not take interest in all these things. What I'm trying to tell you is that Thanksgiving is one great thing that God takes delight in because if you choose to be given with your money and all those materialistic things, yet you don't find the need to be thankful to God, then that means that you're not giving to God. You are actually giving to please yourself, self-seeking pleasure. Okay, so we need to be very thankful. And then again, offerings, that is another type of giving or form of giving, which is a contribution made towards the advancement of the kingdom of God. And Bible tells us in Exodus 35 verse 5 that we should take a sacred offering for the Lord and let those with generous hearts present the following gifts to the Lord, the gold, the silver, and bronze. So 
sacred offering. You must know that the offering is a sacred thing. And that is why as a child of God, you should know the kind of offering you are putting in the offering bowl. If you look at your life, the shoe that you are wearing, uh, the dresses that you wear, and the things that you, you, you do, even in this world, spend money on, it should tell you and speak to you that the offering that you should put in the uh, offering bowl is not supposed to be an offering that will serve as an insult to God. Some of you, the offering that you put in the offering bowl is like you're insulting God and telling God, Yes, and if you do that, you are the one who does not have sense. Yes, because if God has brought you this far and given you, provided for you, and you must also, and I'm, 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 I'm saying this to let everyone know, make the effort and make the decision that this year, 2021, your offerings will be very intact. You'll be giving offerings to God that you know that, yes, I indeed, I have given an offering that will not serve as an insult because when I look at my life, God has been so good. And I was sharing with you, I recall that this year I made up my mind a resolution, a new year resolution that I am not going to give an offering that is below a certain amount. Yes. We have, we have grown past giving offerings like one Ghana, two Ghana, you know, and even five Ghana crown, those things. We have grown past it. God has blessed you so much. Yes. And you see, it's a more blessing for you to give than to um, um, even be thinking about saving or receiving. It's a more blessing. That's what the Bible says. So when you give, God blesses you. Yes. Huh. Then your tithe. Your tithe happens to be your one-tenth annual produce or earnings. So whatever that you get, okay, the one-tenth of it, it may not be annually. Tithe can even be daily. It can be monthly. It can be weekly. It can be annually. But make sure that anytime God blesses you or you earn or you produce something, you give your tithe. In this year 2021, let this be your resolution that anytime God blesses you with money or any kind of thing, yes, it must be converted to money, all right? Yes. It must have its tithe given. Am I communicating? Because the tithe is very important to God. And in Leviticus 27, verse 30, the Bible says that one tenth of the produce of the land, whether green, from the fields or fruits from the trees belong to the Lord and must be set apart to him as holy. These two things, offering, tithe, they are very, very holy and sacred and you must not joke with it else. Instead of taking blessings, you carry curses. And please, I don't want anyone to see. Do you know what a curse is? When a curse comes, it's something that causes you to suffer. So don't take sufferings home. You see, a lot of Christians don't know that the reason why they are suffering is because of some things that they are doing in the presence of God. You can't be in the presence of God and then be playing around with your phone. You can't be in the presence of God and be messing around, sleeping or doing other things. It's an error. And this year, 2021, you must change that habit because you are, it's, it's, it's an insult to God, being in the presence of God. Where we worship God and we hear the voice of God, you don't have any fear. It's, it's an insult to God. And so, Advise yourself that this year, 2021, you will take the things of God very serious. Look, when people are doing things that are not right, don't follow them. Because such people are people who mock God. They don't take God for anything. 
they, they, they think, well, God is of no use to me. Yes. But see, in Psalm chapter 1, Bible says that such people, they are like straw being tossed uh, by the blown by the wind. Yes. Hmm. And then we have alms given where we give to the poor. Bible says in Proverbs 19, verse 17, if you help the poor, you are lending to the Lord and he will repay you. Hallelujah. And then we have forgiveness where someone is ready to willing to give compassion or pity someone to allow the person. And I mean, forgiveness is also very important because a type of giving whereby, yes, someone has um, faulted you, but you don't ask the person to pay back, but you easily let it go. Giving that person your compassion and that love. So it's very important for you to also show forgiveness. Hallelujah. I talked about the principles about giving. We saw in Matthew 6 verse 2 where the Bible said, when you give to someone, don't do as the hypocrites do, blowing trumpets in the synagogue and streets to call attention to their acts of charity. That is the first principle of about giving. He said they have received all their reward in full. Stop making noise when you are given. Stop making noise when you are given. The principle number two is that when you give to someone in need, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. The third one is that give your gifts in private. And the Father who sees everything will reward you. And then we have um, the fourth one, which is give. And you receive your gift to return to you in full. Press down, shaking together, make room for more, running over and went into your lap. And I said that this principle is that the amount you give will determine the amount you get back. The amount. And I recall sharing with you that the quality of your seed determines the quality of blessing you receive very important and then principle number five or six or so he said bring all the tithes into the storehouse so that there will be enough food in my temple yes bring all the tithes and the offerings into the storehouse all right so this evening i want to share with you on a message that i have titled faith givers and um, i believe that this is a very important message that we really need to hear because as believers and children of God, to must learn to become faith givers. And so I continue from here, and I believe that tonight is going to be a blessing, even as we hear the word of the Lord. I'm believing that I'll be done in the space of 20 minutes. Let me see everything possible to that. All right. So Hebrews chapter 13, verse 7. What does the Bible say? The Bible says, Remember your leaders who taught you the word of God. Think of all the good that has come from their lives and follow the example of their faith. Bible is teaching us in Hebrews 13 verse 7 that we should remember our leaders who taught us the word of God. Think of all the good that has come from their lives and follow the example of their faith. So when I talk about faith givers, what am I trying to say? Who are they? Who are these faith givers Bible is talking about? Now, before that, let me just um, give a little bit description on the scripture that we just read over here in Hebrews 13, verse 7. So, let me take it one after the other. Hence, the three principles we can find from these scriptures. The first one is that Bible says, we, the first principle is that Bible says we should remember our leaders who taught us the word. leaders that bible 
is talking about happening to be the faith givers right and i just as i'm saying i'm going to make mention of them so that we get to know them and the second principle goes that we should think of all the good that has come from their lives you see the good that came out of their lives are actually what makes them become faith givers you understand me yes and that is why in galatians 6 verse 9 bible says that we should not stop doing good while we have the opportunity for in due season we shall reap so the good things that you do in this world actually carries its reward in due season and so that is why you should not stop doing good even when you feel that people have cheated you and people have hurt you and people have done evil things to you it still should make um you feel motivated that you should because you see do good because jesus christ himself did so many good yet they killed him and even after they killed him he, he even continued doing good and he's still doing good even in our generation and our time by even sending the holy spirit jesus christ did us good so it's a very important thing for us as believers to always remember to do good and bible is telling us that these leaders we should watch we should remember them and as we remember them we should consider or think or meditate on all the good that has come from their lives then the third principle says that we should follow the example of their faith of their faith that example is a good example so that good example is what actually makes them the faith givers now let me talk about these people that bible is making mention of someone should help me with hebrews chapter the number 11 hebrews chapter 11 so you can get take your bible i hope you have your bible with you are not just listening and doing your own thing and the presence of god let's have fear for the lord and hear the word how long are we going to spend over here just a few minutes and we are out of here so why don't you choose to listen for the meantime write something down and hear the word of the lord and then probably you'll be changed and transformed um, even as we are here I'll go like a setup. Hebrews chapter 11. What does the Bible say? The Bible says, To have faith is to be sure of the things we hope for, to be certain of the things we cannot see. And Bible says, It was by their faith that people of ancient times, what does the Bible tell us again, as we read in Hebrews chapter 13? It said, Remember your leaders who taught you the word of God. Think of the, all the good that has come from their lives and follow the example of their faith. And here in Hebrews 11, Bible is telling us that it was by their faith, these leaders, these elders, these people of ancient time, it was by their faith that they won God's approval. So the faith givers are the leaders and elders of ancient times who by their faith when certain things were able to win God's approval to tell me that if I am not a faith giver, I cannot please God. If I am not a faith giver, I cannot win God's approval. And so it's important for me to make myself become a faith giver. And that's, that same thing goes to you. If you cannot become a faith giver, you can never win God's approval. Because this is what the Bible tells us. That the ancient people, the leaders of old, that we must remember, these are the things that they did, and God was pleased 
to them. Verse 8. It is by faith that we understand that the universe was created by God's word, so that what can be seen was made out of what cannot be seen. And then we now talk about some of the faith givers. I want to mention some of them. Verse 4 says, It was faith that made Abel offer. You see, Abel gave something. He offered something to God. Remember, offering. A better sacrifice than kings. Remember, sacrifice. Through his faith, he won God's approval as a righteous man. Because God himself approved of his gifts. By means of his faith, Abel still speaks even though he is dead. You see, you can be a giver. But if you are not a faith giver, you may not win approval from God. Because looking at the story of Cain and Abel, this is not what I'm talking about this evening, but looking at the story of these two people, you realize that, that these two people were given, all right, but God was more pleased with Abel's sacrifice and offering because Abel was a faith giver. He gave with by faith. And he believed in what he was doing. And so you see, because he believed in what he was doing, he would do it and do it better. And I have come to understand that faith givers are people who when they are giving, they don't give because they feel like everyone is giving, but they give because they know the reason why they are giving. And they believe in the giving. Yes. Hallelujah. And so, this evening, I want to communicate to everyone here that it's not about we saying that, oh, offer something to God, offer something, then, oh, yes, you are offering something to God, but you believe in what you are doing. And you see, those who are the sons of God, they are the ones that are led by the Spirit of God. Any child of God must understand that the Spirit will always be leading you to do something by faith. Yes. Because the Bible says the Spirit gives life. And faith is life. Understand me that faith is life. And without faith, it's almost like there is no life in you. It is by faith we have been saved. Yes. So faith givers always give without um, 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 having it in mind that, oh, this thing that I'm giving is just something that everyone does. So let me do it. No, 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 no. No, if you do that, you have mistaken yourself. You have been mistaken. And then that means that when everywhere looks so calm, like someone like Isaac, there was famine and everywhere was hard. But Bible says that Isaac gave in the time of famine. So what really caused Isaac to do such a thing? He was a faith giver. He was not looking at the situations around him. That means that when situations happen or circumstances rise or challenges rise, that means you are not going to give. You see, so becoming a faith giver means that you are not allowing yourself to be controlled by the situations or the circumstances or the incidents or the things that happen around you. But you do it because you believe in what you are doing. You know what you are doing and you are led by what you are doing. And that is why Abel, God approved of the gifts of him. And because of that, his, um, um, Abel's faith still speaks. The Bible says Abel's faith still speaks even though he's dead. Yes. Verse 5. It was by faith that kept Enoch from dying. Instead, he was taken up to God and nobody could find him. Because God had taken him up. The scripture says that before Enoch was taken up, he had pleased God. 
was it that Enoch did that really pleased God? I believe it's also a message on its own that we need to get to learn one of these days. He was a faith giver. Because the Bible says that without faith, it is impossible to please God. So that means that Enoch was a faith giver. And that is why God was pleased with him and carried him away. No one can please God without faith. For whoever comes to God must have faith that God exists and rewards those who seek him. So just as I was saying, you cannot please God without faith. Yes. Faith gives. And we have people who by faith have done things that we must learn from. One of them is Abel. One of them is Enoch. Another one in verse 7 is Noah. Who when he was warned, he did one or two things because of time. Another one was happens to be Abraham. I'm talking about the, the faith givers. What did Abraham do? The Bible says Abraham obeyed when God called him to go out to a country which God had promised to give him. He left his own country without knowing where he was going. By faith, he lived as a foreigner in the country. That God had promised him. He lived in tents and did Isaac and Jacob. These are all faith givers. Isaac, Jacob, and they received the same promise from God. Bible says Abraham was waiting for the city which God had designed and built. The city with permanent foundations. And Bible says that it was faith that made Abraham able to become a father even though he was too old and Sarah herself could not have children. He trusted God to keep his promise. Though Abraham was practically dead, from this one man came as many descendants as they are in the sky, as many as the numberless grains of sand on the seashore. Okay. Bible says that it was in faith that all these persons died. They did not receive the things God had promised. But from a long way of they saw off, they saw them and welcomed them and admitted openly that they were foreigners and refugees on earth. Those who say such things make it clear that they are looking for a country of their own. Keep thinking about the country they are left. If they are, they would have had the chance to return. Instead, it was a better country they longed for, the heavenly country. So God is not ashamed of for them to call him their God because he has prepared a city for them. I've come to realize that anyone who makes himself a self-effect giver, God will also not be ashamed to call you his son or be your God. And I pray that may the Lord be your God because you are becoming a faith giver. In Jesus' mighty name, I have prayed. God has said to him, it is through Isaac that you will have the descendants, I promise. Abraham reckoned that God was able to raise Isaac from death. And so to speak, Abraham did receive Isaac back from death. Hallelujah. And um, time will not permit me, but we have a lot of them. We have Moses. We have um, Samson. We have Gideon. We have Barak. We have Jephthah, David, Samuel, the prophets Jeremiah, Nehemiah. All these people were faith givers. They gave by faith. Even when everything was not in agreement or in approval with them, they gave by faith. I mean, you haven't seen God before. And then all of a sudden, you are doing certain things because you sense and feel convicted to do them. In a normal sense, people will not agree with you. I see... It is an act of faith. And by your act of faith, you are giving out something. And because you are giving out something by your act of faith, 
God is not going to be ashamed of calling his God because the world lives in lust, in carnality, in the wisdom of the world, in the sensual kind of life, and in the demonic ways. But you see, God is spirit. God is holy. God's things are sacred. And anyone who chooses to move and go on the side of God must understand that faith is never missing. And for that reason, God will always take these people and bring, him to, bring them to himself. And I pray that may you be one of the people that God will be pleased with Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So now let us take one of them and then um, talk a little bit about them. Because of time, I'll try to be snappy a little bit. Um, let's see how far God is going to take us over there. So one of them who is to be Abraham. Abraham. So again in Hebrews chapter the number um, 11 verse the number um, 19. Bible says that Abraham reckoned that God was able to raise Isaac from death and so to speak Abraham did receive Isaac back from death. We can clearly see the story in the book of Genesis chapter the number 22 where Bible teaches us that there was a time where um, God did something. And what did God do? Bible explains to us that God tested Abraham's faith. And he said, Abraham, God called. Yes, he replied, here I am. He said, take your son, your only son. Yes, Isaac. And I recall that the other time I was trying to share, I was telling you how um, specific God was. He made mention, he said, take your son. And he said, your only son. And then he said, yes, Isaac. To let you know that God was trying to tell Abraham that Abraham, this is the specific thing that I want. So I want to make it very clear to you so that you not come back to come and ask me a question. Three, three different times or ways of God telling Abraham, take your son, your only son. Yes, Isaac, and I, whom you love so much. So I realized that God knew that Abraham really, really cherished Isaac and there was no way it would have been possible for Abraham to give his son Isaac out. So the Bible says that, and go to the land of Moriah, go and sacrifice him as a burnt offering on one of the mountains, which I will show you. And I remember sharing that, I mean, um, no one here would easily say that I am given my child as a sacrifice, or even my sister Angela. And then they are saying that, give out your, your, your son, of whom you have traveled all the way, to the UK to go and give birth to um, him. And then after giving the son, they said, that give the child to, to Ghana. And then, oh yeah, I'm a Ghana. Or the Ghana, I'm a Ghana. Hey, it wouldn't be possible. It wouldn't be possible. You would not, you would not easily give out like that. Ah, I should give my son. Why? I'm not Jesus. You say, God forbid, this is Satan's voice. I rebuke. Yes. <laughs> yes. So you realize that what God was requiring for from Abraham was a very difficult thing to do. But let's see what actually happened in the Bible. 
So Bible says in verse 20, verse 3 that the next morning Abraham got up early. He saddled his donkey and took two of his servants with him along with his son Isaac. Then he chopped wood for a fire for a burnt offering and set out for the place God had told him about. Yes. And let me use this to say this. Constant delay means disobedience. Delay towards the voice of God is disobedience. So anytime you find yourself being delayed in something related to God, remember that you are being disobedient to him. Bible says that after God has spoken to Abraham, the next morning Abraham got up. Abraham did not wait for one week. Okay, one six months later. It's not like I said, hmm. Some months ago, I felt that thing. You know, I thought it was uh, was it was right too, but hmm, I don't know what happened. I couldn't do it. That is disobedience. Yes. You see, faith givers are people that are very sensitive to the voice of God. That they don't take anything direction that God is giving them for granted. How do you hear the voice of God? I will teach on that later because someone may be saying that God. So how do I know that this is God speaking to me? Most of the times when God speaks to you, it's in relation to his word. That is why as a child of God, you should know the word. Because the word is the highest prophetic message ever in the line of prophecy. So anytime you hear the voice of God telling you to do something, go to your Bible, read your Bible and find out and you will know and confirm that. Yes, indeed, that is the word. It is not a human being that you must go to. Go to the word. Is this the will of God? Is this what God is saying in his word? Yes, that is all. Yes. Even before you think about saying that, oh, I'm looking for another means, maybe a prophet to confirm or something else, look inside the word. What does the word say? Does it confirm certain things? If it does, then you're on the right side. You don't have any problem. You must go ahead. Amen. So if God speaks to you and says that, give to Pastor K. Don't sit down and be saying that, hey, is this in the Bible? This one is devils. Satan, I rebuke you, I bind you. Hey. But I mean, I, I hope you understand what I'm trying to say. Yes. Once it, the word of the Lord, it may not even be that oh, you are giving money or something, but you know, you are giving something to God. And for that reason, you must understand that there is need for you to look at the word. And because the word is what the Bible says, faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of the Lord. So you have heard the word of God. Go and confirm it from his word in the Bible. And then know that this is what the Bible says. Yes. I mean, if the Bible tells you to give, I mean, um, if you hear, if you're convicted to give, okay, to a poor person, don't stand there and say that, oh, this one there, I'm not sure if I should give to that poor person because uh, nowadays the world has become very difficult and evil people have come 
and there is the idea of saying the passion in one year. Now, I'm sure we are going to want to be a baby. Oh, shame on you. What does the Bible say? The Bible says that whoever that gives to the poor lends to the Lord, and God will repay for his deeds. So, when I go and read the Bible and I see something like this, I know that definitely what I'm doing is not in vain, and God is going to reward me. And moreover, you are a Christian. No evil person can use what you are given for anything evil. It will not work. Yes, it will rather tend to your favor. Why? Because as a Christian, you have been given power and God's covenant on you. And you see, as you understand that the word of God is your every portion, except maybe you are not spiritual and you are not strong enough that an evil person can have a way. But giving is a good thing. And you must give by faith of the word. What is God saying? Have faith and do it. Because if the word of God has confirmed it, there is no two ways about that. Yes. So if you feel convicted to do something, check the scriptures. Does the scriptures say, I mean being convicted to give to a man of God? Check the scriptures. What does the Bible say about giving to men of God? He said that let him that is taught the word share with him in all good things the one who teaches. So it is the word of God speaking. If you hear again, Bible says, let the elders who will well be counted of the one, especially those who labor in word and teaching. There is nothing wrong with giving to a man of God. Don't make yourself become some limited, some way person be and restrict yourself from being blessed. You see, many, many people are, are you, you, your problem you see, your problem is not that you, you, are, you are so ignorant of the word. That is why you keep on doing what you are doing. Because, and you see, the, the, the whole point is that you are preventing yourself from being blessed. I'm telling you, you are preventing yourself from opening certain doors. Because let me tell you, there are some certain battles and certain prayers. Look, you can skip them. There are some certain heights you can easily get there just by doing certain things. Yes. Look at the apostles. The apostles didn't have to fast 40 days and 40 nights. Do you realize it? They just had to follow Jesus. And after following Jesus, they were in partner with the Holy Spirit. And the things that Jesus was doing, they did it and they even did more. Stephen vanished. I just say Stephen. Philip vanished to another town to go and preach the gospel. Yes. Bible says, Preach the gospel even when he didn't go to school. Yes. And many, many others like that. So you see, it takes it takes something to get somewhere, and it is only by faith. You see, they, they follow Jesus by faith, even though Jesus did not give them cars, Jesus did not give them houses. And that is that is to speak to everyone that is listening. Listen to me, listen to me carefully. The people that probably you think you are doing them good. Let me tell you, you are not doing them a favor. You are doing yourself a favor by opening certain doors for your life. If you can think this way and see it this way, because this is the right way, things will be well with you. Not like to you. You are not doing them a favor. If you, you think you are doing them a favor, then it is not given. And there is no blessing in that. Your reward has already been given. Yes. 
you are rather doing yourself a favor why because you are hmm, you are actually being obedient by faith to something that god has instituted in his word and it's a principle definitely you are going to get back in return remember that the quality of the seed determines the quality of blessing so on the third day verse, verse 4 abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance stay here with the donkey abraham told the servants the boy and i will travel a little further we will worship there and then we will come right back so abraham placed the wood for the burnt offering on isaac's shoulders while he himself carried the fire and the knife as the two of them walked on together bible says that um isaac turned to abraham and said father yes my son abraham replied we have the fire and the wood the boy said but where is the sheep for the burnt offering and bible says abraham said god will provide a sheep for the burnt offering my son and they both walked on together this is a faith giver someone that is being led by god and being obedient to god and 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 being uh, and paying paying attention hearing the voice of god and doing what god is telling him and even when it is so painful that he has to give everything he has to make this sacrifice he has to pay a price he has to give out everything especially his one son his only son and the one that he loves so much isaac that god made mention of he said upon all these things he didn't insult god he said god will provide he didn't insult God. He said God will provide. And I'm thinking, so God, if this was me, would I have done that? Many of you here have the opportunity to do some crazy things by faith. Yes. Many of you here have the opportunity to become faith givers. Look, I'm looking for a generation and some people who will not be afraid of giving their houses? Who will not be afraid of giving their cars? Who will not be afraid of giving their bank money? I'm looking for such people. Yes. Me, myself, I'm making myself such a person. If maybe you think that I'm just robbing you off. I am making myself such a person. Yes. So that me, I'll not miss my blessings. So. Now, I the one who made you No, 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 it's not possible. God is the one that has made me. And I'm not, I'm not going to slack. So it will be better for you to also rise up. Look, be a part of this new generation that will work in the ministry of faith giving. Because giving is a ministry of its own. Share. It's a strong ministry eh? that actually makes you become a financial pillar. Yes, a financial foundation, a financial entity of your own. You see, Abraham is unique by the blessings that God bestowed upon him and his descendants. And we are tapping from it today. We are tapping from his uniqueness that today we are called what sons and daughters of abraham father abraham yes so 
such a person. I'm telling you, and if you're not ready to take that bold step, eh, you may not be able. How I wish many people were here to listen. I really wish, but I've come to understand that there are certain messages eh, and there are certain things. It's not everyone that can go there. It's not everyone that can enter there. It's not everyone that can enter that realm. Some people need to move inside. Some people need to get there so that others will watch and say that, ah, I want to be like him. I want to be like him. Count it. How many rich people are known, rich Christians are well known in our world today? You realize that if you have to search, there will be few, there will be few, there will be few people. Yes. When you come to Ghana, I would say that one of the greatest rich men that I've seen is Dagwood Mills. Yes, I'm not saying they are not rich people. But I mean, when we talk about blessings and the evidence of blessings, you can see it upon this man's life. A man that has started from Ghana to build over 3,000 church and even counting to almost 4,000 or so. A man that has been able to build hospitals and build places where they have um, disabled people and is making every effort to remove and get rid of all the disabled people on the streets. Hey, how many people think of doing that? Yes. I, I'm very sure that by the time we also get to where he is, then I'm sure all these disabled people, they are out of the streets. Maybe, I'm just saying. But, I mean, yes, there are many. They may not be able because Elijah Yeah. So, when you come to Ghana eh, and you go to the Eastern region to go and see the works that he is doing there with the, this Bible seminary, you open your mouth and you say, ah, this thing is too much. Yes, it's too much. And upon all these things, eh, he doesn't even charge people for them all. He believes that, well, I am given for people to be blessed. Now I've come to understand that such a person, he does not think of what he will get from people. He's thinking about what he will get from God. Because that is what is more important. If you can change your mind to thinking this way that what you will get from God is more important than what you get from people, you will always be blessed. Yes. Some of you here who have taken to Anakazu can testify from that. Yeah. And I, I don't mind. I don't mind talking about it because, I mean, it's a blessing. It's a blessing. Yeah. And things like this, many people will not sit down to recognize that. There is a secret somewhere. What is really the secret? I must find out. Many people will not sit down to realize. Oh, they feel like, oh, it's beautiful. It's nice. Let's take pictures. Oh, one, two, three. That's all. You are lost. You are lost. Nothing amazes you. Nothing moves you. Nothing charges your spirit up. Hmm? As a Christian, eh, everything you see with your eyes is a message to you. Listen to me. Everything you see with your eyes is a message. Pray that God will give you the spirit of revelation and wisdom. Because yeah, if not, eh, you will even be closer to something that can even open up a door for you to be blessed. And you will never access it. 
I'm telling you. Everything you see with your eyes is a message to you and for you. I'm telling you. Charlie, it's high time we stop joking. No. These kind of things where we, I need a phone, I need think about greatness. We are talking about blessings where now you don't even have to struggle to get anything. It just comes to you and you are seeking God. That's all. Cool, you are flowing and then it's just coming to you. Think about those things. Yes. And so the Bible says that when they arrived at the place where God had told him to go, Abraham built an altar and arranged the wood on it. Then he tied his son Isaac and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. And Abraham picked up the knife to kill his son as a sacrifice. At that moment, the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham. Yes, Abraham replied, here I am. Don't lay a hand on the boy. The angel said, do not get him in any way. For now I know you truly fear God. You have not withheld from me, being your son, your only son. Then Abraham looked up and saw a ram caught by its horns in a thicket. So he took the ram and sacrificed it as a burnt offering in place of his son. Abraham named the place Yahweh Jireh, which means the Lord will provide. To this day, people still use that name as a proverb. In the mountain of the Lord, it will be provided. Then the angel, ah, Marcus Satapa, on the mountain of the Lord, it will be provided. On the mountain of the Lord. For those of us who went to the mountain, this is a message to you. On the mountain of the Lord. And God did it. Those who were with us. On the mountain of the Lord. Whether you were online, you were still on the mountain of the Lord. It will be, and God is providing. I see God providing. I see God providing. I see God providing. On the mountain of the Lord, it will be provided. Oh, Galazadibaha. Malengo do Suprande. On the mountain of the Lord. Ah. Then the angel of the Lord called again to Abraham. See, I've been telling you guys that look, everything you see with your eyes is a message. And see, scripture, yeah, mommy, umani fawkonwa. Why you? Then the angel of the Lord called again to Abraham from heaven. This is what the Lord says. Because you have obeyed me and have not withheld even your son, your only son, I swear by my own name. Hey, for God to say that I swear by my own name. Are you thinking, are you thinking about it? You see, it's one thing for God to say you are blessed and you'll be blessed. And it's another thing for God to say, I swear by my own name. Hey, I swear. Hmm. He said, I will certainly, he didn't say I will bless you. I will certainly bless you. I will multiply your descendants. Yeah. So, so that, that means that there, there was no two ways about God, going, God saying that I will change my mind concerning the blessing. So even if he had to take Abraham to become a sinner, God wouldn't have revoked his word because he sweared by his own name. And it, 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 it's something that, I mean, is very strong. Your descendants will conquer the cities of their enemies. And through your descendants, all the nations of the earth will be blessed. All because you have, all because you have obeyed me. All because, let me just remove the obeyed me. All because you have made yourself a faith giver. Yes. And they returned to the servant and traveled back to Beersheba, where Abraham continued to live. What is the end of this message? The end of this message is that Abraham made a sacrifice. He paid the price. 
he gave everything. Bible teaches us that Abraham was able to give his son. And see how God mentioned Abraham's son. Take your son, your only son. Yes, Isaac, whom you love so much. Yes. And I believe that it was by the attitude of Abraham that God was also willing to give a son to Abraham's um, descendants. You people are not seeing it. Look, Abraham gave his only son as a sacrifice to God. So when it was time for Israel, because the Israelites descended from, I mean, Abraham's lineage. You get me? So that is why the Israelites also they got to their ten, God also gave his only son. Are you getting the revelation? Abraham gave his only son Isaac. So that means that if Abraham had not done that, then that means probably it may have been that God may not have done it in that way. But because Abraham gave, God also gave. Yes, you have done this for me. I will also do this for you. Yes, you have given your son a sacrifice. I will also give my son for your people. I love the word. Lessons from the story. Your faith must be tested. So we can see that Bible teaches us God tested Abraham's faith. God, God called him. He said, yeah, I am. And he said, yeah, I am. Your faith must be tested. Yes. And brethren, when God calls you, Bible says, Abraham replied, yeah, I am. Where are you when God is calling you to make yourself a faith giver? Many of you here, God has been calling you. God has been calling you. God has been calling you. But you refuse to respond. You refuse to respond. You refuse to respond. God is saying, come, become a faith giver. God tested Abraham's faith. He called him Abraham. And then Abraham replied, here I am, yes. God is calling you. Where are you? God is speaking to you. Why are you not responding? James 1 verse 2 to 4. Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. When your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. So you see, your, the testing of your faith brings about endurance. And you grow to become a perfect and complete person, needing nothing. And that is why Abraham lacked nothing in his lifetime after his faith was tested. I pray that may you never lack anything as you go through the test of your faith, as you go through this life processes may you become and, and and may you be filled with endurance so you become perfect and complete as you become a faith giver may god make you perfect and complete so that you will need nothing in this world yes malahakoto you lack nothing number two your level of faith will be determined by your willingness to give yes you see, faith has levels. Faith has levels. And that is why we have different kinds of givers. We have people who 
when they are giving this struggle before they give there are some people they give all right but what they will give very small you see it's all determines your level of faith yeah so abraham got to that point where he had his, his level of faith had to i mean be shown or demonstrated by his given uh, habits or ability where bible said that god didn't ask him for anything that his only son his son isaac whom he loved so much so it got to the point where abraham had to give what he loved so much like almost like his everything everything and abraham did it yes so your level of faith can will be determined by your willingness to give if you are not willing to give then i want you to understand that your faith level it's not there. It's not there. Learn to become willing in your giving habits. Stop having this mindset that people are trying to get rid. So now when people are even getting closer to you, cry, you're thinking. When people are asking and say that, oh, please, I need your help, cry, you're thinking twice. See you. You're thinking twice. Just say, but you will be there No one wants anything from you. You are the one who needs God's help and hand. Because that is what the scripture says. Am I communicating here? Yes. Bible says the next morning Abraham got up. He saddled his donkey and took two. He did not even complain. Like I've been thinking about it. Like Abraham cried, were you a human being? He did not complain. I gotta think twice. Hey He didn't. Even to the point where his own son asked, Abraham should have been crying. See that, oh, this is what has happened. God is about to take my only son, you, Isaac. God said I should kill you. You say, Isaac, okay, run. Pretend, pretend eh, you know something. Let's pick a plan. Pretend and run so that when God asks me, I'll say that when I was trying to take him to the mountain, he realized that I was going to offer him as a sacrifice. So I, he ran away and I couldn't get him or trace him. He did not do anything. He didn't react. Abraham was so obedient that he even had to respond well so that his son would not feel like this is what he was about to do to him. Yes. Why is it that when you are, it happens that God is calling you to do something, or you're being, I mean, there is an opportunity for you to do something, become a faith giver, then everyone in the world gets to know that this is what you are doing. Why? Number three. We must believe that God will provide. So Abraham responded to Isaac in verse 8 that God will provide a sheep for the burnt offering. My son, Abraham said, and they both walked on together. See, Abraham, instead of dampening the spirit of the son or making the son feel like, no, it's over, like a movie. Oh, no, it's over. He didn't do anything. No. He said, God will provide. Like, encouragement, probably this encouragement to and you see this one cry alone is a level of faith god will provide a sheep it's a level of faith hey god will provide this is a true faith giver that we must learn from and you see each and every one of us are descendants so we must understand that we carry the hormones of father abraham yes because we are adopted sons and daughters have been saved we have become children of god so we carry the hormones 
That means that there is the possibility for us to become faith givers. Let us not restrain ourselves. Please stop restraining yourself. Don't allow the devil to enter you and place seeds in you and destroy what God has given to you. That you will not miss your blessings. It's possible that if God blessed Abraham in such a way, then God can bless you like that. He said, for God is the one who provides seed. 2 Corinthians 9 verse 10. God is the one who provides seed for the farmer and then bread to eat. In the same way, he will provide and increase your resources and then produce a great harvest of generosity in you. Listen and listen carefully. It is not men that provide. It is God that provides. Even the people you think they provide, God is the one that supplies to them. He is the one that provides seed for the farmer and then bread to eat. And that is why in the same way you will provide and increase your resources and then produce a great harvest of generosity in you. I prophesy that from today onwards, may you see provisions, resources. God calls you to produce a great harvest of generosity in you. Hey! Hey! You'll be generous. Maglada Basudaya. Number four. You save by giving. Now, what do I mean by this? Anyone that gives, thinking that you may lose, you rather save. Yes. Anyone that is a good giver. I mean, when I say giving, not giving to the wrong places because there are some people they give to clubs, there are some people they give to prostitutes, there are some people they give to unnecessary things. Yes, I'm saying give to the right place. Yes, our scriptures have directed us and led us. You see by giving. And Abraham picked up the knife to kill his son as a sacrifice. About to lose. At that moment, the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven. Abraham, Abraham. Yes, Abraham replied, here I am. Don't lay hand on the boy. The angel said, do not hurt him in any way. For now I know that you truly fear God. You have not withheld from me even your son. Your only son. If you try to hang on to your life, Matthew 16 25, you'll lose it. That's what the Bible says. If you give up your life for my sake, you'll save it. So you see, anyone that gives, saves. Anyone that gives, saves. Please, don't let the foolishness of this world fool you and make you become a fool. Did you hear me? Don't let the foolishness of this world fool you and make you become a fool. Because there are certain blessings the world cannot receive them because it is foolishness to them. But to we believers, it is the power of God. Allah makusatapa. Ah. Yabu. Shivaye. Yabawa simya. Nase. Enkwanya sumje. Ewoho enkwani asumje asumje woho na mese jesus mi jiwudi sewo beyama yene ah inti namaba magola sadaba woho enti namaba maluka sataba Oh, I said, I'm looking for the generation 
the gen and you see i'm hoping that we will also rise up to become like these people we would give houses we would give lands we would give cars we would give our children to god yes to serve the lord many parents leaders they want to give their children to god yes you see listen and i'm saying this so that everyone will know so that when the time gets there and people see that i'm i'm swerving they will, will correct me and remind me i said that i've made a covenant that my children will serve god all my children they will serve god i've made a covenant with god and it's for something sick yes all my children serve god all of them by force me it's a bible school new one from beginning i may see bible school i'm a cage if one in nursery obviously a bible from beginning to the end the core bible ss the core bible jss core bible primary i call bible university i call bible masters yes yes bible says that train up a child the way he should go so that when he grows he will not depart from it yes we are the reason why many children ri rise up to become different breeds we are the reason yes you see some of you you when you were coming up your lifestyle was some way and you know i mean a j and you see it all starts by the charity that begins at home do not withhold your best from god am i speaking to someone here listen to me what do you think is your best? What do you think you, you feel you are bought with your money so much that you are withholding from God? You ready to give them? A, yeah, there are some people here as I'm speaking. God is speaking in your, to your heart and telling you, give something in particular. Don't withhold it. Because you, you see, it's not just about the blessing. Once you are doing it, you have a piece of heart. Let me tell you, me personally, I feel at peace when I'm giving something to God. When I'm giving something to the world, I, I'm afraid. I'm, I'm not lie to you. Every time I'm giving something to God, I have this kind of feeling. I'm afraid that God's, it's like I've lost. If I give to God, definitely God will sort me out. So I don't get worried. I'm at peace. What about you? What about you? Into we are sure says Askana, nay, your manyama, we save you, and the Ashen, Chen Chen said, Umpes will be a wound, yes, you and yes, and Yami, you free, yes, you and once, Adiano. Ubia, who name sank, I was all the man for man, Nipa, Ubia, Ubusa, or Srewo, Ubia Castle in Yahweh, and Kabitina Bunny Panayeweno. That person could have been blessed, and you could have even been rewarded. Are you sure? Are you sure? I remember one of my spiritual fathers. A week before he died, he called me. He said, let's go to town. He was owning a water factory, a water company. So we went to Accra. Over 6,000 million that he got in a day, he used all of them to go and buy instruments. The following week he died. Now he was saying that that money he wanted to have he wanted to save it in the bank 
Sikusiri sasa kana nkanyami yini free we asiwe mwake enwana no. Mwake enwana no. I remember that on that same week was his birthday. I listen to this story. Please listen carefully. I bought him a mug. I mean, and this mug will have these inscriptions on it. Okay. As a, 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 a love to him and to celebrate him. On the birthday, I didn't give him the mug. And then I made tossy, made tossy, made tossy, made tossy. And we were having fasting within the week. And then I think on on I think was it the last day of the fasting or no, the, the the last but one day of the fasting, which was a Tuesday. It dawned on me that no, I have to give. So I picked it up. I went to give it to him. He took it. He said, Kofi, God bless you. And then when he went behind the, the back of his car, the booth, he said that, ah, I will drink from this cup. That is what he said. Remember the scripture that says that whoever that gives this list of my disciples a cup of water to drink, he said, I will drink from this cup. He said, Kofi, God bless you. I don't lie to you. God has blessed me. I don't lie to you. God has blessed me. God has blessed me. God has blessed me. God has blessed me. Yes. See the power. See the testimony. See the miracle. See the healing. It didn't just come like that too. There are certain things we did. There are certain sacrifices we've made. Certain prices we had to pay for them. Yes. He said, Kofi, God bless you. And he said, I'll drink from this cup. Sunday no year. So when we say, do not withhold your best from God, it's very important of you not to withhold because you never know what tomorrow is up about. I'm not saying you'll die. No, no, no. You're not going to die now. No. You'll be like Jacob who grew so old and had to determine the time he'll die. That is how you'll be like. But I'm telling you that you never know what it's about. Kalavasuda. He said, don't lay a hand on the bell. Boy, the angel said, do not hurt him in any way. For now I know that you truly fear God. You have no withheld from me. Even your son, your only son. He did not withhold his best from God. Magaluzada. What are you withholding? What do you think you have that is best to you? And you are on top of the world. If we say give it out, will you? You should be ready to. Yes. Then finally, I think. No, the last but I said the quality of your seed determines the quality of your blessing. Bible says, give and you receive. Your gift will return to you in full. Press down, shaking together to make room for more, running over and poured into your lap. Watch this scripture carefully. The amount you give will determine the amount you get back. Press down, shake it together to make room for more. To make room, God is going to shake it together for you to for it to make room for more. Running over and poured into your lap. The amount you give will determine the amount you get back. On Gary, it's a Gary who did show Gumwa. It took. God will bless you and you'll be rich like Gary. She said, Immediately, you go, Swana. She said, That is how you'll be. I pray in the name of Jesus. May your riches be more like that. You increase in wealth without limit. 
but it's a price to pay. There's a price to pay. It's not just about the email. There is a price to pay. Yes, if you cannot give out your best, if the quality of your seed is low, then you should know. Then the angel of the Lord called again to Abraham from heaven. Genesis 22, 15. This is what the Lord says. Because you have obeyed me, and I've not withheld even your son, your only son, I swear by my own name that I will certainly bless you and will multiply your descendants beyond number. Look at the blessings. He said, I will. He said, I swear. What is saying, I swear? He, he said, I will certainly. Watch the words. He said, I will. Just a minute And I'll do it certainly. And I swear I will do it. Multiply your descendants like the stars in the sky. Uh, that means God had become emotional. Loaded blessings. Your descendants will conquer the cities of their enemies. And through your descendants, all the nations of the earth will be blessed. All because you have obeyed me. Finally, obedience is better than sacrifice. Brethren, understand me. Obedience. A faith giver. Remember to be obedient. It's better than sacrificing. Oh, let me wait. This one, it may not be from God. Let me just try and then wait because you never know what the future holds. Obedience to the word of God is better than sacrificing for yourself. You've sacrificed for your family. You're sacrificing for your future. You're sacrificing for your life. It's better to obey you. It is better to obey. If God is saying do it, do it. Don't force yourself. Like Jonah, where did he end up? In the belly of the fish. See, God had to, God had to bring Jonah's pride down by allowing him to enter into the mouth of a fish. But if a fish swallows you, and that means that Jonah was so proud enough, and God had to humble him. Yes. And some of you, if you try to become like that, God will have to let the earth swallow you. Yes, things that you should have had dominion over, they would now swallow you. I'm not saying you. Because they have refused to obey. They are thinking about themselves and their family and their future. It should not be your story. This year, 2021, should not be your story. Become a faith giver. Yes. He said, and through your descendants, all the nations of the earth will be blessed. All because you have obeyed me. He said, your burnt offerings and sacrifices, or your obedience to his voice. Listen, obedience is better than sacrifice, and submission is better than the offering of the fat of rams. Obedience is better than sacrifice. I see some faith givers coming up. I said, I see some faith givers rising up. Yes, I see them. I see them. I see them. You are one of 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 them. Ah, Zalahakapataya. You are one of them. I said, You are one of them. Yes, you are one of them. You are one of the faith givers. And I see you rising. I see you rising. I see you rising. 
I see you rising. Wherever you are, I want you to unmute your call. Unmute your call and begin to pray. I see you rising. I see you becoming a faith giver. I said I see you becoming a faith giver. You are rising. Yes. I see you rising. Somebody, I want you to unmute your call. Yes, I see you rising. Faith givers. Faith givers. Yes, descendants of Abraham. Descendants of Abraham. You are rising. Yes. Yes. I want you to unmute your call. Somebody. Yes. You are rising. Somebody unmute your call. Hey, Malahasuda. Brandandalaha. Rikodosha. Faith givers. Faith givers. People are going to give houses. People are going to give lands. People are going to give cars. People will give everything. By faith. I see God approving some people over here because of their ability to give by faith. You are part of them. You are part of them. Yes. 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 Yeah. Ah.